0: Hello friends, it is time for another episode of Grievances Filed. It's a quick, condensed one today. We go around all the sports, all of the sports, NHL. We have Matt's NHL Quick Minute. We have NBA Talk. The Bubble. Has the Bubble Burst? George Paul. George Hill. LeBron James. They are all linked together. you got to find out how. And then NFL talk, Leonard Fournette was cut, or released today by the Jacksonville Jaguars. What is going on in Duval, Brady, and the Bucks had a bad practice yesterday. And what's going on in the Patriots quarterback room. We have a good one today. Can't wait for you to hear it. Let's go. monday it it's monday it august monday. 31st 2020 and matt it is season
1: it is season dose
0: episode
1: episode 18
0: episode 18 and,
1: and this is a uh this is a, a power power episode we're, we're just gonna power through it bam, bam.
0: it's a quickie today bam. quickie today that's yeah, a quickie quickie just and, as good though yeah and uh <laughs> <laughs> and I am in Boston today, and Matt is. Uh, I'm in my bunker. Oh, look! I like that little noise right there. Yeah. Fantasy draft targets, ESPN Plus favorite players ranked in tiers. So we have a lot to go over today in a short little power power thirty minutes here. Matt wants to start off first with his NHL power minute.
1: minute. Power minute, just as we did a um, an, an NBA power minute. I uh, as a is a Bruins fan um, I am ready to be disappointed once again. Oh no, it's the Michael Squaw quote. I am ready to be hurt. Once again, um, they are down three, one, they were the former president's trophy winners. The only president's trophy winning team to not enter the playoffs as the one seat. And now they're down three, one to the superior Tampa Bay lightning. Um, and as I watch, it is just painful. And I watch the other playoffs as, uh, the, there are, there are a few NHL fans for grievances filed, but one team, the Dallas Stars, whom the Bruins traded Tyler Sagan to many moons ago, is now about to uh, go further in the playoffs than the Bruins have. Um, this, you know, this is like watching me uh, lose my starting quarterback and then him go on to an NFC title game while the Patriots go 8-8 eight and, eight and miss the playoffs. This is how it
0: feels. You mean 6-10?
1: or whatever. Um but not only that. The Bruins could be playing the um New York Islanders in the next round if they make it, if they if they make this miraculous comeback. Teams have blown 3-1 leads before.
0: Do you know Do you no team it? has ever blown a 3-1 lead before? Ever? No, no. I can think of I can think no of sport. one specific team. I can think of a specific team that's blown a 3-0 lead. Can you? Mm, nope. Nope. You sure? Never, never could imagine that that would never have happened in two thousand and four.
1: Well, it also happened in two thousand nine. The Bruins actually did that. Oh, um, did they? Yeah, they did. It was just awesome. Really shaped my uh, shaped my um, jaded pessimism. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, there was that. The New York Islanders also in the twenty fifteen NHL draft. Think of this. Think of the Patriots having three first round picks in a row. Think of them having the thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth overall picks. Yeah. Okay. Or any team X, or your favorite Tampa Bay Buccaneers or Bills. If they got half a player out of that, how would you feel? A player that was okay and then wouldn't be with the team long term, and two other guys who never saw the field.
0: I'd be disappointed.
1: Very disappointed. And what if I told you that the three players drafted consecutively after the the uh, the sixteenth, the seventeenth, and eighteenth overall picks? What if I told you that? um one was maybe a up-and-coming pro bowl wide receiver another one was a um an elite edge rusher and the other one was a elite tight end and they all were missed on for, for and you drafted the same position but you missed on all three how would you feel
0: so is it as bad as trubisky instead of watson or mahomes
1: I mean, in a hockey sense, yes, but it doesn't compare because the quarterback is more important than any other position.
0: QB win stats matter.
1: They do matter. However, the Bruins missed on Matt Barzell, Kyle Connor, and Thomas Shabbat. And as I look at your face, you have no clue who those people are.
0: No, no idea. But for
1: the three people who are nodding their head yes, they know who those are. Those are the three people drafted after the Bruins' three first-round picks in 2015. And the Bruins took... Jacobs Worrell, Zach Session, and Jake Debrusque, who um suck, suck and blow. Um, and have offered nothing for my
0: hockey team. That
1: should and be the New York the... Islanders who took Suck Suck and Blow.
0: Name of the new podcast, yes. yeah. Suck, it, suck and blow. My 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 hockey podcast
1: coming out, suck, suck, and blow. Yep. Um, inspired by the Boston Bruins. However, um yeah, so the New York Islanders who are up 3 1 as well on the Philadelphia Flyers are about to go on to the the conference uh championship round. Similarly to the NFC title game. They took Matt Barzell, who is an elite young playmaker. They took Anthony Beauvillier later in that first round, who's an elite young or not elite,
0: playmaker make a play.
1: Playmaker play they both playmakers make plays. They're both forwards, great. And the Bruins have no secondary scoring out. of their top line and their centers so just watching this this is one massive tie in the face as a bruins fan um the bruins have no secondary scoring outside of their top guns and the new york islanders who were a lesser team in the regular season are now going to go further on in the playoffs than the bruins ever imagined right now so as a bruins fan my state right now is just um catastrophic
0: and that's hockey talk
1: that's my hockey talk. That's hockey it's just, talk. Uh, it's, it's fun being a Bruins fan.
0: Should I give you my, <laughs> uh, a quick NBA minute before we, we dive in a little more to the, the hoops and the nets and the swishes? I'll, I'll give a little debrief, the, okay? So, bouncy ball. So for those of, who are not aware of, as to what's happening in basketball right now, okay, mm-hmm. first of all, first of all, George Hill did it again to LeBron James he did it again and I'll explain how so <laughs> so it was uh, a couple days ago when the Milwaukee Bucks decided to not play a game out of protest for the Blake shooting okay the Bucks were like nah we're not gonna play and then they uh, every NBA team took a couple days off and then they I think they just rebooted again two day, two nights ago okay when the Lakers played so that was on Saturday night so, after the Blake shooting, LeBron and CP3, who are best buddies, okay? They're great best friends. You, we've seen them do a lot of things, stand at the together. I SBs thought Mello together. and
1: LeBron were best buddies.
0: Mello, too. But CP3 also, because CP3, I think, is, uh, you know, head of the NBA PA, and LeBron is just commissioner of the NBA. He runs everything there. So, I think they had something in the works after the Blake shooting to, you know— say something somehow using their platform, okay? You know, we can't even debate that. Being an NBA player, you have a huge platform. So they were thinking of something. I know they were. Meanwhile, they have George Hill pull one over on them again and say, we're not playing. And LeBron's like, wait, we're not on the same page here. Can we be in unison at least in what we would decide? So funny how George Hill in the NBA Finals in 2018 against the vaunted Golden State Warriors had two free throws. The first was to tie it in game one at 107 apiece. And then the second he missed, and then we all know J.R. Smith had a meltdown.
1: My but favorite player.
0: George Hill missed that free Behind throw. Vellante. And who knows? Cavaliers might have just won it right then and there if George Hill sank it. So George Hill did it to LeBron. Yet again. again, and he pulled one over on him. So, the whole thing with the NBA is they're just not in—they're not in unison. Because George Hill is thinking one thing, LeBron, CP3 are thinking the other. But you know, we're up and playing basketball again, which is at least as a fan perspective, right? We my we tune Celtics in. Good. Uh, yeah, they—they they beat they, the they, Toronto Raptors game one pretty. Raptors randomly. only
1: have two losses in the bubble. And- both of them are to the Celtics, mm-hmm. like 20 points. My,
0: my Lakers and Clippers have been dominating. I mean, it, at this point, it's a 50-50 shot that the Lakers and Clippers, uh, one of them will just win the NBA Finals, 50-50 shot.
1: You're just taking, if somebody offered you odds, either Los Angeles will win the title or the field, you'll take Los Angeles.
0: I would, I would take Los Angeles. And and okay. it's, it's, it's pretty easy to take them, too, because you... The Clippers have a guy named the Claw. They're the best two, they're the best two teams. <laughs> yes. Well, if, if Paul George can play like Paul George and not George Paul, then the or Clippers, are, then the, or George Michael Michael's, yeah, then yes. then the Clippers are going to win, <laughs> Un, Paul undoubtedly. George because is Chaz Michael Michaels. Chaz Michael Michael. Because I was talking to our great friend Joe Spinoso about this. On the other team in LA, the Lakers. Okay, I shouldn't even been calling them the other team in L.A. They are the team in L.A. Besides they LeBron, are Los
1: Angeles' basketball mm-hmm,
0: Besides LeBron and Anthony Davis, Okay, their players are not good. And Joe was saying this. You cannot trust the rest of the Lakers to go out there if LeBron and AD are not. And if the other team, let's say the Clippers, have a Kawhi on the court. If Kawhi is on the court... And they're playing the Uh, Lakers. You you need LeBron or AD. Because the Lakers wouldn't survive. They just wouldn't. Okay. So that's the advantage that the Clippers have. Because they they have some good pieces around there. They have guys who can do their job. You know, do your job. You guys, Shamit can make a couple plays every once in a while. Zubak looks pretty good. Um, Zubaz? Yep. Lou, Lou Will, perennial sixth man of the year. Every year, Mr.
1: Mr. Chicken Wings,
0: mm-hmm. Pat Bev, bitch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, but but besides, AD and LeBron on the Lakers, who's going to make a shot? Sure, can called KCP has been pretty good, makes threes when he's open. But Kuzma can't do anything. Well um, guy White, White Mamba sucks. He he's bad. He's actually really bad. You
1: know what they? You know what LeBron and White Mamba have in common?
0: um there's, there's their hairlines. hairline yeah yeah same <laughs> reminds think alike uh, <laughs> but dude you know everyone's like well even even you white mamba is not good dude he's not he's swell i i yeah. there, there's a, there's a five minute sequence when i was watching the other night he just had turnover 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 and then kuzma looks like he's 12 years old and can't do anything um yes kcp has been good okay but you if you listen to the broadcasters they say well Kuzma's got to be the third guy Kuzma's got to be the third guy and then another broadcaster's like well it's okay if they just have a rotating third guy every night a rotating third guy i mean no the you know who the third guy i trust the most honestly on the lakers danny green. not danny green danny green ha- forgot how to shoot and J.R. smith jr smith has made one shot in the entire bubble okay Marqueeve Morris? Not Marqueeve Morris. Dwight Howard. If there is a rebound, he will go get it, and you will put it you back. You
1: misspelled. you and, misspelled JaVale, but and, yeah. No, no, I do
0: not like JaVale, dude. But I Dwight Howard, you. those those boulder shoulders that he has, dude, he just goes up, and he's like, I'm going to slam this shit back down. Slam it. I think he's just
1: very popular in the uh, NBA circles.
0: And he's in his hometown, right? Orlando, like half,
1: there, half half of them are. Oh, yeah, oh no, yeah, he is. Because
0: that's where he was a superstar. Joe Spinoza and I had a discussion two days ago about the difference between superstar and star. And he said there's about seven superstars in the league.
1: Yeah.
0: And he said but, you know, we're we're talking about the fringe players. I said Dwight Howard's superstar. Can't convince me otherwise. Even though he comes off the bench. Dwight Howard's superstar. So I mean, that's, so what are you, What are your seven superstars in the league? Well, it was Joe's seven superstars, your, but what you constantly—the Lakers have two, so it's LeBron, AD, Leonard, is is another superstar. Three, um, Steph, KD, KD, Steph. Yep, he did list Harden, and I, I didn't I didn't agree with Harden there. So we're at six, and then the seventh, Giannis. It, it was Giannis. You're you're very good. Those were the seven you yeah. listed, and then he said Damien's a fringe guy. Fringe. Um, yeah, I, I, I said, is well. Donovan Mitchell there? He said and he's no. He's about to be. He, he, about to be. <laughs> well, no, he said he's not going to be one. Uh, did, you watch,
1: he, did you watch any of that Utah-Denver game last night? Oh, oh yes, I did. did he he was own?
0: going back and forth with Murray.
1: I know. I felt bad for Donovan Mitchell. But, but the thing is... He had voice O'Neal to throw up some bricks.
0: Well, well what, what Joe was saying is Donovan Mitchell 6-1. In order for him to become a superstar, is he has to be making he, he has to make logo shots like Damian and like Steph. He has to be elite at shooting. And and you saw last night Donovan Mitchell did pretty well at shooting.
1: He was nine but, and thirteen from three. Is that I,
0: not elite? <laughs> I would say Joe Joe would say that he's got to be better. Eight of seven to eight of thirteen, almost consistently every night.
1: Is that because his team sucks around him, or is that because?
0: Well, his team sucks around him. Yeah, but
1: I mean, I love my guy. Some jingles. Joe Ingles is my favorite player in the league.
0: Yes, I also like the Joe Ingles uh, account on Instagram that comments on like every Sports Center post and says Joe Ingles would torch him or Joe Ingles would cross him up. So we're we're big Joe Ingles guys here. But
1: um, yeah, I am I am gonna get a jingles jersey.
0: You should. You should.
1: A counterfeit Chinese jingles jersey from Australia. <laughs> so this is my Christmas gift for myself.
0: Dude, you, um, so LeBron's transferring to the China League. Just breaking China. news. Yep, he is.
1: Is he is he transferring to the China League right now?
0: Yep, he is. He just made, uh, he filed his papers. He filed he his actually? grievances, yep. He's now... Uh, gonna...
1: he, is this confirmed?
0: Yep, confirmed by me.
1: Okay. I was going to say, how does that? How does it make your uh, L.A. over everyone pick go if LeBron leaves?
0: Oh, then it's completely down the drain. And here's the other thing. About Anthony <laughs> Davis, everyone talks about how great Anthony Davis is, and he was great on the Pelicans, right? But yes. Anthony Davis kind of has a soft mentality, dude. And you can yeah, see that. Yeah, play LeBron there. Dude, with LeBron, LeBron's the part Kind of
1: like Paul George with the Kawhi.
0: But the thing is, Kawhi isn't the great encourager that LeBron is because Kawhi is so robotic that he doesn't give any encouragement to Paul George and Kawhi will just be like, fuck it, I'm going to shoot it. Fuck it, I'm going to shoot it. And meanwhile, LeBron's like, I'm going to help baby you into this so you can shoot your way out. And that's why Anthony Davis turned it around and Paul George had one good night. So... That, that, I mean, that's the difference there, you know. But Anthony Davis, it, it, he's he's looking good, but he does have a soft mentality. And one more thing to talk about, too. Next year, even looking forward, you got KD and you got Kyrie who are going to be playing with each other in Brooklyn. My way-too-early prediction, it's not going to go well. I think you're on to something. It's not going to go well because those two – have terrible mentalities and there it's going to be a collision course there. But, um, that's basketball talk.
1: Even though that, even though that team, if you, yeah, basketball, hoop heads, Yeah, let's go bouncy ball.
0: Um, should we dribble the ball over to, uh, the gridiron football?
1: Well, we'll do a, uh, we'll do a uh, lightning round of NFL.
0: So NFL today, breaking news, Leonard Fournette released by Jacksonville. Another bald warrior. Um, So here's the thing about Leonard Fournette. I was never a big fan of him. Okay, he can't catch the football. Exactly, and that's why, as a running back in the NFL, I do think He's
1: drafted after him.
0: Can I? I'm gonna let me do some research. You go. You go research that. But as a running back in the NFL, they wasted such a high pick on Leonard Fournette for just, just a, like how a, the Cowboys did with Zeke. Yeah. Well, the, Zeke is a little more versatile, but Leonard Fournette's literally just a downhill runner. I'm gonna ground and pound. Ground and pound like Derrick Henry but worse. So he's a Derrick Henry B version, okay? And he can't do anything else. I you know, he's on a terrible team. So that could be part of the reason, but I think that the most valuable running backs in the NFL are the Deion Lewis types. You know, the guys the that Christian
1: get, or the Christian McCaffrey. The type Christian McCaffreys.
0: <laughs> if if maybe if Danny Wood had had 30 more pounds on him, but, wow. you know, the guys that, and and we saw this in 2016 and 2017, Matt, Dion Lewis, when he was in the game, he was the best running back for New England because he can run it and he can catch it and he can do anything mm-hmm. you want. Whereas part of the downfall for New England last year was you put James White in the game, you know it's going to be a pass. You put Sonny Michel in the game with Alandon and Roberts, you know it's going to be a run. And it's way too yeah. predictable. And you have... Um, you got to help me out with the other Jacksonville running backs here, Matt, real quick. But if you have Fournette in the game, you know it's going to be Maybe a run. And and I don't know, they still have. Um... Oh man, I'm going to need to look this up. But I mean, when Fournette's in the game, you're not going to be, you're not going to be passing it. He's just too big of a guy. He doesn't have the hands. So am I surprised, even though he had a thousand yards rushing on the ground? I'm not that surprised. You know, you put in, you know.
1: Would you rather have Mitchell Trubisky or Leonard Fournette?
0: I'd rather have Mitchell Trubisky.
1: Would you rather have Corey Davis or Leonard Fournette? Who didn't get his fifth-year option from the Titans?
0: I'd rather have Corey Davis.
1: Would you rather have Mike Williams or Leonard Fournette?
0: Mike Williams is awesome. Dude, do you see those catches that he makes? John Ross or Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette. John Ross does nothing. OJ Howard or Leonard Fournette. Howard. I, I would pretty much almost pick anyone. I would take the field instead of Fournette, especially at yes. Burkhead or Fournette. Burkhead. I'll take Burkhead. <laughs> I I'd take Burkhead too. So yeah, that's that's the latest news from this morning. Is Jacksonville Jaguars. Former Jacksonville Jaguars running back, Leonard Fournette, released. Okay, what else do we have in the news? So I was on NFL Network yesterday, and apparently they scrimmaged, the Buccaneers scrimmaged each other on Sunday morning, and the Bucs' offense was pretty bad. There's a lot of miscommunication. Bruce Arians said that all 11 guys on offense sucked, that they were not good. They're garbage. Yeah, how's, Tommy,
1: how's Tommy gonna take that criticism?
0: Well, I think it's okay because the practice before they said the offense was so laser efficient. They were masterful, actually. Laser focus. Laser did focus. Put, did, did Tom put his fingers up like this?
2: Alert!
0: I <laughs> hey, hey.
2: mine. Hey! Rita! Cougar Linda!
1: Linda! <laughs> ram, Ram! Right <Ray> <laughs> 20! Which was that? Yeah, I think that's the Madden um, cadence that they give for every single quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Minus the Cougar, Linda.
0: Dude, my, uh, you know, I was just so happy in the latest Madden that they added hoss juke the only real play that the Patriots actually run. That's reflected in Madden.
1: What is that play? Can you detail that play? I would love to, you to detail. have your
0: whiteboard? Oh, my God. That would make me so happy. Okay, here we go. So, More. Where's the freaking whiteboard? Um, share screen, okay. Whiteboard, okay. Here we go. For for all the folks at home or listening on your device that doesn't have a video, I'm just gonna I'm gonna talk it out, okay. So I'm currently drawing. So you have obviously your five linemen, right? And and this is. It's
1: not showing up on my screen. I think we're having technical difficulties.
0: It it should be showing up. Oh, I, um, share, bring your shared window to the front. How about now? Oh, yeah. All right, so you have your five linemen. You're in the gun, by the way. Okay, you're in the gun. So quarterback's in the gun. And this is where you have a little bit of room. You could go um, three on the right. Let's just go three on the right, two on the left. You're probably going to be running, if it's New England, 22 personnel is what they did uh, in their Super Bowl 53 drive against the Rams to score a touchdown, their lone touchdown drive. So you would have um, your quickest guy, check one. your quickest guy in slot right, okay, right next to the right tackle. You'd have Julian Edelman right the there, slot. okay? Then on the outside of your slot receiver to the right, you would have, you know, let's say, let's go with tight end. So you would have, you could have uh, who you would have Dwayne Allen there because he was 2018. Uh, then strong one receiver you would have James Devlin okay now you go to the weak side you would have Gronkowski because that's where he was uh, and on the near side left and then far left you have your other running back which was Rex Burkhead. So let's start back on the right side. Strong one is running a hitch, probably at five yards. Then the next guy, which would be Dwayne Allen, is running a seam. Okay, Mm -hmm. now Edelman, who's again in slot right, has a three-way option. He's going to read whoever's covering him. He can break in. He can wall off and and break out. Or he actually has the third-way option. He could actually continue on a little go. Okay, but mainly it's going to be in, out, or sit. So it's almost like a four-way option. Now we go to the left. Gronkowski is running another seam. That's supposed to just be a seam for all all the whiteboard viewers' seam. And then the left, far left, is going to be Burkhead running a hitch. So this play works extremely well against cover three schemes, mainly because your three deep zone will be here, here, and in here in a cover three. Okay, and if you're getting zone coverage, then you're going to get Edelman matched up upon a linebacker you'll probably want to go to Edelman because Edelman will will make his way open against the linebacker. If you're in man to man, then you're probably looking at Burkhead. Okay, so that's what the Patriots started off the drive. They went Edelman because it was zone, then they went man the next play. So then they went to Burkhead cuz then Burkhead's on the linebacker and that's the favorable matchup. And then the last play that got them down to the 2-yard line or the 1-yard line was The linebacker, so they were back into man coverage, was late in getting over to cover Gronkowski. So then Gronkowski again ran the seam. Brady just put it in there. Easy, 28-yard, 29-yard pitch and catch.
1: First down.
0: And Madden has that play. I love that play. Again, works best against the cover three zone.
1: Excellent execution. Excellent on the whiteboard and explaining it
0: all the way around. Now, I hope that made sense to our viewers at home, and <laughs> and, and and that's Hoss White Juke. That's what Bill O'Brien yeah. calls it. He called it that at Penn State. He called it that in Houston. And okay, so yes, that's um, and and this all rooted off because the pay, the Buccaneers had a poor practice on Sunday. Right. But, you know, other than that, they're going to be clicking on all cylinders. And then last thing we should get to on NFL before we wrap this up is it, it appears that all indicators are showing that Cam Newton's going to win the starting battle. They had a scrimmage He's again the other a, day and dance, Cam dance Newton...
1: Revolution is way to victory.
0: Yeah, Cam. They when they scrimmaged... Um, Cam Newton got all the snaps for one team, and then Stidham and Hoyer split it for the other team. So, I He's mean, that... Bop, 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 bop to the top. That, that's just the... Yeah, bop, bop, bop. That's a clear indicator that Newton's starting. So, for uh, all those people, like myself, who said Hoyer was going to start, you're wrong and you're an idiot. So, I'm an idiot. I thought Hoyer was going to start, but I it's going to be... Stidham was going to start. Yeah, well...
1: well I still says Stidham's going to start later in the year.
0: Maybe later in the year, but definitely not week one, because they're still concerned about that hit can't throw it with velocity with a bad hit. Any thrower of a ball knows you need your Sutra. And you know who has that? The, Dak Prescott has the best hips in the league. Those hips don't lie, as Shakira would say. You're right.
1: Anyways, any Minshew men for
0: the, uh, or Might as well do a Minchu man and a Gunner Guy of the Week because a, about a week ago... I posted an article on why Gunnar Olszewski is going to have an impact on the 2020 Patriots. And then all indicators out of Patriot camp over the last week is how Gunnar Olszewski has been dominating. So, I'll go with Minshew Man first. Minshew Man of the week, I'm going to go with Mohamed Sanu, okay? Because I sent Matt this tweet. In training camp for the Pats, they were running a drill. It was about run. Sprint three step, steps, stutter and break down. Sprint three steps, stutter and break down. Sprint three, plant on the right foot, run a comeback. Okay, catch the ball. Okay, pretty simple drill. Jules runs it, looks great. Gunner runs it, looks great. Mohamed Sanu runs it, much clearly visible how slow he was, then he drops the ball at the end of the drill. Drops it. So Mohamed Sanu is my Minitry Man of the Week, and then Gunner Guy of the Week is going to be Gunner Olszewski. He deserves it again for how well he's been playing and for my article on musketfire.com andrew on um, musketfire
1: my my minshu man is john sterling if you don't know who john sterling is he's is the radio play-by-play announcer of the new york yankees
0: i do a good impression
1: and susan waldman who is um the color commentator just the greatest greatest uh uh broadcasting duo ever i can play so it, it over john the sterling- airwaves if you want John Sterling assured us all that the New York Yankees were not, um, what was the, what was the phrase? Let me read, let me read this into this.
0: Can you hear this?
2: Obviously a a crazy year for us. Yeah. And that we have no intercourse at all with the manager of the players.
1: They
0: are assuring us that there's
1: no gayness going around in the, the locker room. There is no just unwarranted, um, exploits of the New York Yankees in their in their locker room. So I'm just happy that that's going on. Um lord knows that there are some filthy holes down in that uh the Bronx area. So just just watch out for that. The other one that my gunner guys is that Well Susan, I cold. thank you.
0: And on the well, WFA and New York Yankees radio network, driven by cheap.
1: An A-bomb from A-Rod. Yes. <laughs> um, anyways, the second, the Gunner Guys, two teams, the Indianapolis Colts and the uh, Atlanta Falcons, who are way ahead of the curve and pumping in crowd noise. Yeah. that's what we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thank you for um, cheating your way to um, a division title.
0: And, and what did Brady say about uh, the RC Dome?
1: It's like you already, you've already you already been doing it. Like, I don't know. Gotten used to it. Yeah. Thank you. Hmm.
0: Well, Susan, the Yankees...
1: Well, John!
0: No! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Teixeira... David Price looks really shaking tonight. Oh, you're on the mark, Teixeira. And the Yankees take a 3-2 lead on the WFA New York Yankees like Radio so Network. Run? Driven by Jeep. The Yankees win the news <laughs> <Next time.
2: laughs> I want to Bye. be a part of it New York, New New York These vagabond shoes are longing to stray.